All right. Hello, everyone. Fancy here. You're watching Back to the Futon. Today, I have some ideas for, again, another solo podcast. Some people seem to enjoy it. Well, that's good, because I don't really have a choice, and I'm tired of being late about things. So, to keep the schedule, to keep everything like it's normal, besides the fact that I'm alone, not on a futon, and, you know, basically in a storage room. Yeah, we'll keep it normal. <laughs> as normal as possible, I guess. Like I said, this is the Back to the Futon podcast, and today, we're talking about a variety of different things. And, you know, I started playing Fallout 76 again, and, uh, wow, it is, uh, not a good game, still. It is still a broken, ugly mess of a game. Uh, Wastelanders update, more like Waste of Time update. Zing. All right. Today I'm drinking Woodford Reserve, not sponsored, so I'm going to take it out of frame. Got to pay for that privilege. <laughs> like I'm going to have Woodford Reserve freaking sponsor a gaming slash complain about retail channel. I don't think so. But yeah, a lot of, I mean, we've been seeing the true colors of companies a lot lately. Uh, I don't remember if Amazon was before or after the last episode of the podcast, but good God. In fact, I can check real quick. Was it? It was, maybe. I still can't find it. Yeah, I think it was. Yes. It was right after I put that video up. And, wow. I mean, the whole Amazon thing was crazy. The fact that some stores are still not allowing customers, or not customers, <laughs> They're not allowing customers to do things. They're not allowing uh, employees to wear masks because it supposedly looks bad. Stuff like that. It's just, there's just baffling stuff still going on and it's seems to be happening very frequently. People are telling me, hey, I'm sick of hearing about GameStop. Hey, I'm sick and tired of GameStop doing stupid things. Hey, when they stop doing stupid things, I'll stop calling them out on it. That's all I got to say about that. Animal Crossing I talked about a little bit this week, well, this past week, and uh, yeah, I'm still playing it, playing it every day. Finally connected it to the internet because the whole bunny day is over, thank God. I was hearing of people digging up eggs instead of fossils, chopping down trees and getting eggs, shaking trees and getting eggs, hitting rocks and getting eggs, and fishing and getting eggs, and I don't want to do any of that. I just want to get fish, I just want to get fossils, I just want to get money, I just want to get ore. And all of the stuff that you get for it looked awful. I know nobody watched the video, so I'm just going to talk about it here, where more people will probably watch this, so I can kind of just talk about whatever. And that's what I'm doing. Speaking of doing whatever I want, I was thinking of doing this live, but I decided against it at the last minute, because it's almost 9 o'clock, so we'll see how incoherent I get with uh, time plus whiskey together. We'll see how that works out. We'll see where where my brain takes me because alcohol takes it on quite a journey. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know, you know, I mean, if you've drank before. That's what alcohol does. I've seen 
I don't know why I'm scrolling through my old videos for some reason. And in fact, the other day I was I was feeling a little bit nostalgic, so I looked at really old videos that I made because I've been on YouTube now for whoo probably 12 years, maybe more. And I never really stuck to one channel. I mean, that's that's kind of what I've done in life. I never really mastered anything. I'm like a a jack of all trades, not even close to a master of anything. Because I just, I don't know, I just take samples. I do samplings. And, like, I did, let's see, what what sport did I start with? I think it was soccer. I did, like, soccer. I did baseball. I did tennis. I did um, basketball at one point. I've played flag football. I've done so many different sports, but I never really got really good at any of them. I got pretty decent at tennis, but, you know, I just didn't keep playing it because I didn't have anybody to play with, and you have to, like, drive to a court. I don't want to do that. So, I don't have time to just go out and play... T I guess now I do. Sort of-ish. I mean, I thought I was going to have a lot more time during this whole self-isolation thing, but even before all of this, I was very busy and barely had time to go anywhere and do anything. So when self-isolation hit, I was like, well... I was hoping to start going places and doing things, but I guess I can't do that now. And I always wonder what are what are people going out and doing, you know? What are they uh what are they going out and doing besides going to the bar, stuff like that? I I did karaoke with one of my friends like at the beginning of the year. That was interesting. I didn't sing before you ask because I know you're going to be like, "Good god, that poor audience had to hear Fanta attempt to hit a note. No, I just kind of sat there awkwardly and was like, God, I am such an introvert now. It's pretty painful. I used to, I think I used to be able to go out and do things. Have I always been an introvert? I kind of had to like self-reflect. I was like, what, what am I? Who am I? And I feel like a lot of people are probably thinking the same thing right now. Maybe I'm just losing my mind. I don't know. I could be just losing my mind. Cause, I mean, I haven't seen any friends in shit, like, almost a month? Oh, no, almost two months now. I mean, I've been self-isolating since early March because I was freaking out in late January. I called that this was going to be a thing. I even mentioned this in my Valorant video, which you should 100% watch. I'll touch on that a little bit in this podcast but you should 100% check that out because man YouTube what are you doing but we'll get to that but yeah I, I was freaking out about this whole coronavirus thing can I even doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's gonna get demonetized anyway the podcast every other podcast gets demonetized it doesn't really matter at this point it's fine but this whole crisis that's going on right now I mean I was freaking out back late January and everybody thought it was crazy. Everyone's like, oh, it's just going to stay in China. It's like the trade hub of the world. What the hell? Speaking of China, I'm just saying the word China is going to get my, my video demonetized because apparently China has paid YouTube to just screw people over. I don't really understand that. I My Valorant video got... Now, it's not demonetized. They don't want to call it that, but it is the yellow dollar sign. They say it doesn't affect your views, but... Survey has shown, yes, it does. So a video that I was really hoping to reach a mass audience 
not just because I want the views, but because this is a serious thing that I did not know about until I was looking on Reddit. And I, th I think a couple of sites covered it, but I'm looking on IGN right now, and I know you guys don't like IGN, and it's a, it's a meme now that it's just a garbage website, but I'm not seeing Valorant anywhere about their, their security stuff. I saw it, oh, I'm trying to remember where I saw the articles originally, but it wasn't IGN, it wasn't GameSpot, it wasn't the big you know, the big boy game journalist websites. And that worried me because if I had downloaded that program without knowing that I was downloading a 24 seven security thing, man, I would have been pissed if I found out later, I would have been freaking out and be like, what the fuck you put that on my computer? Are you serious? I feel like they, they should legally be telling you this as soon as you start up the game. And I'm not talking about one of those like, oh yeah, I read this 50 page long legal document. I'm talking about like a big, bright red, bold letters. You are downloading a 24 seven piece of software that is going to monitor everything you do on your computer. It gets to the kernels. Like that's like the structure of your operating system and the things that you need for your computer to work. It's, it's diving that deep into your computer for the sake of, you know, anti-cheat. And my point that I said in my video that no one's going to watch, so I might as well say it here, is that no other game has had to do that. Why in the world would this game have to do it? Another thing is, is I, I don't know if this game that is incredibly popular is going to stay popular. I feel that it's going to be a flash in the pan. Now, I don't think it's going to be completely dead immediately, but I feel like the hype that it has right now cannot last. It's just too much. I know Warzone is still a thing, but, I mean, it's also kind of died down. Like, it doesn't seem like as big of a thing. Let me look. So, I feel like my... My gauge of success of a game is kind of like how many viewers they have on Twitch. This is the easiest way to look. Everyone's playing Valorant right now. That is... Oh, it's gone down though. It says 509,000. That's still a lot. But before it was like 1.2 million. Fortnite is beating Warzone when it comes to viewers. But I mean, it's probably children. League of Legends is beating everything. Except for Valorant, of course. Which is funny because they're both Riot games. Riot, a.k.a. Tencent, is killing it. Good job, Chinese. You're doing it. And that's the thing. It's... Oh, Fortnite has in-game drops right now. Oh, exciting. That's the thing, is... Just, it's terrifying how much China has infiltrated our media. And that makes me sad. It really does. Because they're not the bastion of freedom. They're not what we want to be funding things. I mean, the Valorant giant tournaments, they're going to have to turn off the blood. Like, what? You can shoot people and have them die, but, oh, little spurts of blood. Good God, better turn that off. I mean, they have the dumbest rules that don't make any sense. They're based off of nothing. Has to do with, like, their religion or something. I don't know. Has to do with... I mean, they can't see skeletons or something like that. There's so many strange things that the CCP wants from different media. It's just, what are you doing, guys? Come on.
current year argument, it's 2020, and you guys are afraid of skeletons? I don't know. <clears throat> to me, that's just crazy. Another piece of news that I'm not going to be making a video on is the PlayStation 5 price has sort of leaked-ish. It's between 500 to 550 and supposedly they're going to be having less stock than the PS4 launch. So probably won't be getting one day one. I mean, I'll try. I'll pre-order it when I can, but you know, I mean, what what are the launch titles? We don't even know what the launch titles are for the Series X and the PS5 are. I mean, what am I excited for? Last of Us 2 isn't even coming out yet for the PlayStation 4 and I'm supposed to be excited what's coming out for the PlayStation 5. Cyberpunk's going to be on the current gen consoles. I mean, I'm getting it for the PC, but still, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima all of the games I'm excited for are on the current gen systems. There's nothing I'm excited for for the PS5 because what the hell have they announced for it? The Series X and the PS5 are right around the corner if you think about it. I mean, it's what? Seven months away? And yet, there's nothing. There's nothing. I feel like we usually at least know some of the launch titles. And I know you're going to be saying, oh, well, Xbox has Halo. They don't. I heard, I heard Halo was delayed. That could have been false, but that was one of the main rumors, I think. They said they're not going to delay the Series X if Halo is delayed, something like that. I'm assuming that Halo is delayed because they said something like that. And if Halo is delayed, what's the reason to get a Series X day one? There isn't one. It's the same thing that happens with every single console launch that I've seen besides the Switch. And that is that the launch titles are just garbage. Just garbage. Which doesn't make any sense to me because you think they would want to drum up some excitement for the new system. I guess the new system has enough hype in itself, but to me, I'm just not really that excited for the new systems. I'm really not. I mean, what are they going to do? What are they going to do that's new and exciting? I mean, the Switch was the new and exciting thing because... It's like this handheld and TV thing, and it was strange, and it was new. It was something exciting. These are just slightly more powerful microcomputers. That's what consoles are every single year. There's never really any new features to look forward to. I mean, the, the jump between original Xbox and 360 was huge. PS2 to PS3, massive. 360 to Xbox One... I mean, it's there, you see a difference, but it wasn't exciting. It was not an exciting jump to me. It, it felt like Xbox lost all momentum. It didn't feel like there were many new IPs that came out because of it. Overall, it seemed like a disappointing generation. And yeah, a lot of great games came out, don't get me wrong. There were a lot of great games that came out this generation. But it didn't have the same excitement. This because it, it could be because I'm a, an old, bitter man now. But I really just don't think they had any new IPs that wowed me. There was no Bioshock of this generation. There was no Gears of War, Halo 3. There was no Little Big Planet. There was nothing that made me go, Wow, I'm so glad I have X System. I mean, the Switch has been knocking out of the park with the different games they have for it, and it feels like every game 
has a little bit extra value to it because it can also be played in handheld. I just started playing some Diablo 3 on the Switch. I bought it a while back for like 20 bucks. I think it was like Black Friday or something. It is so much fun to play handheld. It's it's like the game was made for handheld. It feels like a brand new game again. After playing for years in the PC, it's so much fun to play again because it's in my hands. And I know people are going to call me a fanboy. I don't give a shit, you know? I mean, you're, you're probably a fanboy of some main console, and that's why you're calling me a fanboy, just because you're trying to defend your own, I don't know, console you believe in. I mean, the Switch is not a perfect system by any means. It was also a huge disappointment, in my opinion. It's... Ah, God, they dropped the ball in so many different places. I could go on. I could make an hour-long video about what the switch did wrong i'm just saying at least it was unique it was something memorable and that's about all i can really say for it you know i mean it had some great games for it for sure but the online infrastructure is complete garbage the friend system sucks there's no party chat I c- i'm not gonna make the video during the podcast but you get my point it has so many flaws it's ridiculous so many so many problems speaking of the switch uh I'm going to loop back to Animal Crossing because I bought turnips. God, it's like the stock market right now. I bought turnips like 101. I guess you're not supposed to do that. I guess you're supposed to buy around 50. I bought it 101 because I was like, you know, I haven't done the whole turnip thing yet. I want to do it. I'm excited. I spent like 70 grand in the game on turnips. Every day has been like just a stick in the urethra. Every single day. It's like, oh yeah. Those turnips, they're worth 50. Fuck you. And I'm like, God, what have I done? I should have just paid off my house. And I got all these fucking turnips just sitting on my floor. They're collecting dust. They're going to rot when it comes to Sunday. I got to check in the morning. I got to check in the afternoon. It's like checking the market, like a real market. It's craziness, which I am going to jump into the market pretty soon. I don't know if you guys give a shit, but that's something I'll I'll talk about occasionally. I'm sure in the podcast, so I'm just kind of setting that up. I'm going to set aside a tiny bit of money, play around with stocks. I had this app on my phone. I don't remember the name of it, but they give you fake money. I think it's called Best Brokers or something like that. And I invested it a long time ago, and it was making a shitload of money. And I'm like, what am I doing? I need to try to do this for real. So I'm going to try to do that for real. That'll be fun. I'll let you know how much money I've lost (laughs) by the time the next podcast goes out. We'll see how much in the hole I am if I've lost it all like that. Because the real market is just as bad as the fucking turnip market right now. I mean, good God. I had a chance though today to sell it for 106, but I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to make five bells per turnip. I'm I'm all in, baby. If I don't see at least double or... Mm, I'll take 50 bells over at this point. If it's like 151, I'll sell. But beyond that, I'll take a huge hit. Because you know what? I'm all in. I'm not going to let them rot. I'm not going to make this a waste of time. I'm going to freaking... Go the distance, even if I lose bells. That was an exciting topic. Anyway, speaking of also cyberpunk, the cyberpunk 
controller and console leaked and the controller looks all right a lot of people don't like it i think it looks all right it's not something i'm gonna go jump out you know run out and buy jump out and buy uh i mean i've got enough controllers i've got you know the sea of thieves one which is it's just it's the best one you can't deny it it is it's i love it it's so cool purple and like this seafoam green and it's clear and then it's got a little gold trigger and this is the only thing that was great about sea of thieves was the controller i stand by that i know that pisses off a lot of people but that game is really boring i really wanted to like it but when i played it at e3 i was like this is a fun concept but they need to add a lot more and they launched the game and it was the exact same thing as the demo d3 you get the treasure you bring it back you get the treasure you bring it back you get a skull you bring it back it's the same thing over and over and over it's just a fetch quest repeatedly with other people shooting you down and you lose your fetch quest item and you got to get that item again and you have to do some stupid mini game to to follow a map on an island and you're just like i just want the shit now after about five minutes, you kind of lose patience. At least I do. I'm like, I just want the, I just want the thing. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Can I, can I get back in the boat? I mean, the sailing is the best part. The ocean's gorgeous. I will say it did that correct. The gorgeous is, the gorgeous is beautiful. The ocean is beautiful. It's gorgeous, but the character models are fugly as hell. Good lord. They completely offset the rest of the game, looking beautiful and amazing. I like the ship. I like the graphics, honestly. All of it. It's just crisp. It's nice. And then the characters look like horrible mongoloids. I don't like them. They're just these horrible homunculus beasts. They look like those skeletons that they dig up out there and like, oh, that's the missing link in evolution. That's what they look like. And uh, not a fan of that character design at all. Looping, I don't know how the fuck we... Oh, because controllers. It's like, where am I going with this? We got a couple tangents with the controllers. The console leaked for the Xbox Series X. I think making a special edition Series... Or not Series X. Uh, Xbox One X. God, the fucking names are terrible. What are you doing? Those names are awful. Series X. Xbox One X. We get it, Xbox. You're the X system. Just call it the X system next time. Call it X-Force. You probably can't call it that, but that would be cool. I would buy it out of principle if it was called X-Force. If they could partner with Marvel, Disney, and name it the X-Force and have Deadpool on it or have him talk whenever you start up the system, I'd get it. I'd get the system. Maybe it, it jokes around and says you get a second controller, but it's invisible. It's like the invisible X-Force squad member. So anyway, the uh, Xbox One X Special Edition for Cyberpunk was leaked. It doesn't look good. It just doesn't... It doesn't look terrible. I know a lot of people are shitting on it. There's horrible gifs I did not want to see of children vomiting everywhere. But uh, yeah, it doesn't look great. The only reason I like it at all is because it has yellow in it. And I like the color yellow. That's about it. I mean, they could have done something amazing with it. But they didn't. It's always sad to see when they, they take something and just completely botch it. Like the, the Gears of War 5 console. 
miss the mark. It's just this frozen white console. It just does not look good. I think the crimson red one with the claw marks in it, that was fucking badass. That was sick. But, again, it's a console. I mean, it's under your TV. How often are you looking at it? You know? I mean, it makes more sense to release special edition Switches and cool-looking Joy-Cons than it does to come out with a new console that looks different. I mean, most people just want it to be black so it matches the rest of their entertainment system so it doesn't stick out. But, you know, I mean, I think I've, I've got the Minecraft one. That one's pretty cool. I don't remember why I got that one. I think my old Xbox died and the Xbox Minecraft system had a terabyte hard drive and uh, I don't remember why I got it. I think it was on sale. Yeah, it was the same price as a regular Xbox One and I was like, or Xbox One S is what it is. So many different iterations of Xbox. It gets so confusing. No wonder why, like, everybody gets so confused. Like, parents and grandparents and stuff. Why they get so confused with all these fucking consoles. Because there's so many of them. It's ridiculous. We're looping back, though, to the controllers. And we're also grabbing a new whiskey. I need to get the camera at some point here. Because I'm not sponsored by Woodford, let's just keep it cycling. This is Bullet. I've had this a lot. As you can tell. Um, but I've had it a lot in videos too. It has a very nice maple syrup taste to it. I guess the other one has... Woodford's more of like a brown sugar and wood. It's like if you took a... A big old slab of oak. And you covered it... In brown sugar. A little bit of cinnamon. That's what that tastes like. This tastes like just straight up... Maple syrup. From what I remember. I actually like this one cold. I've got bullets for my bullet. But you know. I don't have those here. And I don't want to risk getting infected by going back to my old house. To get cold bullets that I can put in my whiskey. I don't think that's worth it. Yeah, it even smells like... Like real maple syrup. Not that Aunt Jemima shit. Which just corn syrup. Before I, I, I know, I keep going on tangents. Before I get to controllers, in fact, I'm going to leave this here so I remember what the fuck I'm supposed to be talking about. Before I start talking about controllers, what is your take on maple syrup? Because I, for one, I only like the real stuff. I only like the real stuff that comes out of a tree. I don't want any of that crap that is, like, it's just corn syrup. You know, you might as well just take sugar. And pour it all over your, your pancakes. Oh, excuse me. I'd edit that out. It's a podcast. Whatever. It, you might as well just take a bottle of corn syrup, dye it brown, and put it all over your pancakes. That's how I feel about that. Because real stuff, it's not thick. You know? it's It's got a little bit of viscosity to it, but it's mostly liquidy. It's kind of like, it looks like this. It acts like this. And it's kind of ironic because this is like corn water, but yeah, I just, I don't want that on my pancakes and waffles or French toast. I want the real maple syrup and the price difference is huge. I get that. 
But how often do you use this stuff, you know? How often are you using maple syrup to the fact that you have to think about what the price is of maple syrup? You know what? I'm using, I'm going through a bottle a day. I got to buy that $3 stuff. No, you're not. You're not going through a bottle a day. No, that shit lasts forever. You're not supposed to put that much. And the reason you put so much if you do use Aunt Jemima and stuff like that is because you're just, you're... You're not getting really a whole lot of flavor out of it. It's just sweet. That's all it is with fake artificial maple syrup flavoring in it. It's gross. Now, I know a lot of people who try real maple syrup for some reason don't like it right away. I don't get that. I really don't. As soon as I tried the real stuff, I was like, where has this been in my life? And why have I been eating that shit? I will never eat that shit again if I can help it. And I get it's not as sweet as pure sugar because it's not just pure i mean it is just pure sugar but it's out of a tree and it's real maple syrup it's delicious it's what like tree sap but it's just so much better i'm telling you you might have to ease your way into it but it's worth it it's worth spending like what five bucks for like a a little tiny bottle instead of a giant jug for five bucks of corn syrup i'm telling you make the switch it's worth it just like I was trying to get everyone to switch from soda to flavored sparkling water. I'm telling you, the people that say, oh, it's it's a whisper of a flavor from across the room. I don't know why I sound like the pre-order guy, but there you go. Those are people that are used to sugar bombarding their taste buds. I mean, it's amazing. After you stop eating as much junk food and sugary stuff and candy, everything else tastes different. It's crazy. It is so insane just how much your taste buds can change because I was in the same boat. When I first tried sparkling flavored water, I hated it. Hated it. Like forever ago, hated it. I'm like, what is the point of this? It tastes like nothing. A little bit later down the road, I cut out pretty much all soda from my diet and I hadn't really replaced it with anything. And I was bored in the mall, I was with somebody and they were shopping. And I was like, I'm just going to go... Because I saw a vending machine outside this clothing store that they were looking at. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go get a flavored water because I keep seeing the commercials. I want to try it again. Because it had been years since I'd had a LaCroix or anything like that. And I tried it. I'm like, holy shit. This actually tastes good. And it's just natural flavoring. There's no sugar how is there no sugar? There's no fake sweetener or anything in there. And it's still delicious. And it does take that period. You do have to make the commitment to quit. Not all soda, but most soda. Once it's no longer like a habit, you can start tasting it. And your taste buds are going to thank you. Just saying. You know, it's up to you. You don't have to. But uh, we're all going to be leaving self-isolation in one state or another. I don't think I'm going to change a whole lot. I'm trying to work out more, but I was working out a lot before isolation. I was starting to ramp up everything. I was starting to try to push myself. I'm walking a lot more. I'm doing a lot more cardio stuff during isolation, but I mean, that's great. But I was doing a lot more, uh, you know, those weight machines and I had a full thing of weights at work and I had a pull up. I've got a pull up bar here, but it sucks. I'm going to definitely lose a lot of what I gained before, but I'm trying to switch it up 
and work on all my muscles and I've got like a weight over here. I got a couple of weights, but it's just not the same, you know, you can't do pyramids or anything. I got like four different, uh, weight variants. So that's, it's a shame, but you know, a lot of people are going to leave this isolation and they're going to be gaining a lot of weight. There's a lot of people drinking a lot more, myself included during isolation for obvious reasons. And you know, if you're going to keep your diet of just soda and you're not going anywhere and doing anything, you're going to look a lot worse on your way out of isolation. Not, not dying on your way out. sounds like dying, but you know, all right, let's loop it back around. I don't know how the fuck we got there, but that's podcasts for you. So controllers, that's what I was talking about. Now I'm going to keep this out. And where's my PlayStation 4 controller? I also have the dope PlayStation 4 limited edition dark blue see-through one. The reason I got this was because I wanted it. And uh, my PS2 controller, way back when, my favorite one was that little bit lighter see-through blue one. It's my favorite. And I love this controller too. So, these are of course the current gen controllers. Now, I kind of like the PlayStation 5 controller. I like the design of it because it's literally just an Xbox One controller. Let's be real here. I mean, look at this and then look at a picture of the PlayStation 5 controller. I'm not going to put it up. I'm not going to find where this time code is. You can look it up. You're listening to a podcast. You're probably not even watching it. So this looks exactly, I mean, it's even got the little things like, the, like, oh, can I copy off your homework? Yeah, change it a little bit so they can't tell that you did it. They completely just ripped off the design of this, but I'm fine with it because I love the Xbox One controller. This is probably my favorite controller of all time. Now, for a while, I was hating on the Xbox One controller because I liked the 360 one more, but now that I've gotten used to this, I go back to my 360 one. I don't mind it, but I much prefer my Xbox One controller over the 360. I like that's a little bit, it feels a little smaller. I don't think it is. I can't find a... 360 controller to compare it to but the plastic feels nicer in my hands i like the look of it a lot more i like the sticks a lot more they're a little bit smaller i like the d-pad what the fuck are you guys doing i guess you can change out the d-pad in the new one but and we'll get to the xbox series x controller because i got some words about that what i don't like about the ps5 controller i do not like the mostly white aspect of it what are you guys doing like it's such a boring looking controller i'm looking at it right now it's just boring i cannot wait for the color variants to come out because good god i don't like it i just don't i hate the way they did the two-tone if they're gonna go two-tone they should have gone full full on two-tone they should have had you know if they're gonna do the bottom black they should have had the sticks white the buttons black and the d-pad black mm, maybe not the sticks white maybe keep the sticks black buttons black these buttons black and maybe even the touchpad black I'm trying to think of what that would look like i don't know but i don't like the way they did it i really don't um i like that they're actually trying to do something new though i like the haptic feedback i like the the new trigger there's gonna be an adaptive trigger depending on the game developers can change the trigger up who knows if how often they'll do that 
at least we'll know all of the first party or in-house studios are going to be doing stuff like that. But that's cool. I like all that. I like the haptic feedback. This controller beat the shit out of the PS4 controller in so many different departments. I mean, I like the feel of this a lot more. I like the vibration in this a hell of a lot more. And I like that it doesn't die in like two seconds because it's got a dumb old freaking light on it for no reason. The new one, they made the light smaller and they still have an internal battery pack. I know some people don't like the fact that you can swap out the batteries of the Xbox One controller, but if you have a brain, you'll realize that it's significantly better in every single way. These are rechargeable batteries. Just have rechargeable batteries. It's that simple. And I can swap them out. When the battery dies in this, I gotta fuck, I gotta take this thing apart. I don't know how to take this thing apart. I mean, I guess the screws are right there, but I don't wanna deal with all that. You gotta take stuff apart, you gotta do things. I don't wanna do things, you know? It's a controller, it shouldn't require maintenance. This, wow, look at that. Everyone calls me a PlayStation fanboy, Xbox fanboy, Nintendo fanboy doesn't make any sense I, I look at them all I am console agnostic I don't have a console that I truly am like a huge fan of that I believe in only that one you know um, I guess that wouldn't be agnostic that would be I'm not monotheistic when it comes to consoles <laughs> I believe in the Pantheon but I hate the Pantheon all right now the Xbox One Series X controller. So overall, PlayStation 5 controller, lots of pluses, few minuses when it comes to the colors, but you can easily change that. I'm sure there's gonna be controller skins and stuff. That's not a huge deal. That's just appearances wise. Again, I'm not gonna look at the controller. I'm gonna be using it. Though I do like a cool looking controller. Obviously I have lots of limited edition controllers. What the fuck were they thinking with the Series X controller? Good God. What were they thinking? Now, I know you're thinking, it's not that much different. What, what are you complaining about? It's literally just an Xbox One controller. I'm going to pull up the Series X controller again, and I'm going to dissect exactly what I hate about this thing. Because it just makes me sad, you know? it. They took... Oh, making controller even better. It looks like an Ouya controller. It is the blandest most awful looking controller I've seen in a long time. It looks so boring. Good God. They took any character this had and they threw it out the fucking window. It makes me so sad. And it's funny because they didn't really do a whole lot. But what they did, it makes it look so stupid. It looks like a prototype controller. This. It's got curves. It has this which does a lot to the design, this little plastic thing sticking up. It adds a little bit of character to it, a little bit of two-tone with a different color. It has this little divot, this little indentation up here with the, uh, you know, the Xbox logo button. It has all of this little character you don't really notice about the controller until you see the Series X controller. And you're like, God, what did you guys do? You, you, you stripped out any character it had to it. And now it's just this bland, ugh. I mean, what do they do different? They added a share button? Who gives a shit? You added a share button. Congratulations. 
they changed the D-pad to make it like a... You can swap it out now? Like, what games want the, the, the flat one? You know, I can't think of a single game. I'm sure you can, but I rarely use the D-pad to begin with. What what game requires the the palette? They added little grippies to the to these buttons. I never had my fingers sliding off. Like that is an improvement. I will give you that. But it's not that big of an improvement. It's really not that great. I'm trying to think of what else here that they even did. I'm going through the site. I guess they made it... Oh, it's USB-C. Thank God. It's USB-C. That's cool. I like that. That's interesting. They're doing cross-compatibility with the system. With the new controller. Even back to the old Xbox One controllers. That's cool. And yeah, USB-C. That's nice. This is using the old school one. So is the PS4. You forget how old they are. These systems until you look at the the inputs and you're like oh shit they take the old USB beyond that I mean the controller has some new textures and finishes yeah it, I just the changes they made were so little they did it's just lazy you know and that's that's what makes me sad there's nothing really anything exciting about it they basically just made it bald. It's just a bald, boring controller now. They, t they took, in my opinion, the best controller ever made. And just made it boring. Yeah, I don't know. Not a smart decision. But there you go. So, winner, when it comes to controller design, I would say PlayStation 4. There again, that's something interesting they're doing. PlayStation keeps doing interesting things. Now, I would argue that it was cool that they added the really nice vibrations to this and they didn't add a bunch of gimmicky shit because there's there's new cool stuff and then there's stupid stuff I don't want. Haptic feedback, I love that. The fact that that had unique rumble at the time, I love that. The stupid-ass light, I could not give a shit. I could not care. And the speaker that they stole from Nintendo... I don't care. I really don't. PlayStation, though. They were smart day freaking one with the PlayStation 4, though. Good God, were they smart. Because they put a freaking headphone jack in the controller day one. What do the geniuses at Microsoft do? They made you buy a fucking adapter for it. It was like 25 bucks to use a fucking real headset on it. What is wrong with you people? Why would you do that? And then they, of course, had to fix the design later on and put in a real headphone jack because people kept complaining. God. Remember when the 360, you had to go out and buy a Wi-Fi adapter? That shit was like 100 bucks. I bought that thing. I didn't have a choice. I, I couldn't do wired internet because the fucking internet thing was all the way downstairs. Maybe you spent 100 bucks. They finally like included it in like the way later versions whereas playstation had that shit built in day one so they just keep trading back and forth you know though i mean playstation was five playstation 3 was 5.99 day one they playstation 3 was a mess of a console for like the first half of its life and playstation doesn't know what the fuck to do when it comes to a handheld good god the ps vita was a mess 
I was laughing at that console before it even came out. And now I own one just because it was cheap and they made the, I mean, the memory crashed in price because nobody bought the damn console. And I want to play Persona and a couple of the games on it. But good lord. Having proprietary... Oh, that's what Microsoft is doing too. They're doing like proprietary expandable storage thing. As long as it's not overly expensive, it'll be fine. But I'm worried about that. <sighs> I'm really worried about that. Could be way expensive. I also don't... We still don't know the size of the hard drives, do we? Oh no, I think PlayStation was like 800 gigabytes or something like that. I don't know. I don't want to look it up, but they need to be like two to three terabytes at this point at launch. And I know it's not going to happen. We're not going to get that. I think if I remember correctly, I think PlayStation 5 was like 800 gigabytes or some stupid shit like that. I don't remember. It's just not good enough. We need more storage, especially when games are having massive patches. I mean, I was I was updating Division 2 on my computer. I don't even play the damn game. The update was like 60 gigs. What? Freaking Modern Warfare Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, was 95 gigs. That's insane. I just installed that on my computer my thoughts on that real quick i don't think i ever did a video on that i never really played with anybody i still haven't really played with anybody if you guys want to play it let me know join the discord if you're watching this you you're probably in it already but join the discord i'm gonna to try to have some more uh community game nights i think that'd be fun play some warzone with you guys play some siege play some tabletop simulator i really want to do that that'd be fun play some settlers of Catan. I was playing that back when I was living at my house, not living at my dad's house, and it was so much fun. So much fun playing Settlers of Catan on the computer. But nothing really beats in-person interaction when it comes to board games, but it comes damn close. It's a really cool game. Also, lots of free games because of the current crisis. Which is cool, PlayStation was giving out, I think they still are, Uncharted Collection and Journey. Both those games are great, obviously. I mean, it's the Uncharted Collection. What do you expect? Of course it's great. And Journey is just a wonderful, relaxing game. And I guess you don't need PlayStation Plus to get these games, so that's cool. I need to uh, install those on my PlayStation 4, but my PlayStation 4 is still in this bag. I have not unpacked any of my consoles, except for my Switch... For the past, like, three weeks I've been here, I think. Yeah, three weeks now. Time is insane right now. I've got to say, I, I mean, we've been doing self-isolation now for... What is it? Didn't I say almost two months? I said that earlier. Look at that. I'm losing my mind. There you go. Almost two months we've been doing self-isolation. That's insane. People are still getting it somehow. How are you people still getting this? Like, we should stop getting it by now. I guess it's just people going to grocery stores or getting it from Amazon packages. I don't know. I have heard of some people getting it from Amazon packages, which is crazy to me. But there you go. 
Other free games, if you've got a PC, Assassin's Creed 2 was, was being given away for free. Thanks, Ubisoft. That's really, really generous of you. Giving away a fucking, what is it, like a 12-year-old game at this point? How old is that game? Assassin's Creed 2? Really? I mean, don't you have enough microtransactions in all of your new Assassin's Creed games? I would argue that if you're gonna put a season pass and you're going to put infinite dollars worth of microtransactions in your game, your game should be free. Because people keep telling me, now they've kind of shut up about it, which is nice, but they're like, oh, games have been $60 forever. Games have not been $60 for a very long time. Ever since DLC and map packs started becoming a thing, games weren't 60 bucks anymore. If you want the full game, you gotta pay more money. And map packs have been around since fucking Halo 2. So don't don't tell me these games are 60 bucks, because they're not. If you want the full, most fun experience out of these games, games are like over $100 these days. Unless you're a person like me that plays niche games, like uh, like the roller coaster games, the roller coaster tycoon type games, and Mountain Blade 2, which I need to play more. I have Mountain Blade 2, but I haven't put a whole lot of time in it. I keep thinking about it. It's just like one of those daunting games. It's like, God, I gotta like make a kingdom and stuff, which is awesome. And I can't wait to at some point have my own army and do all that stuff. It's so cool, all the stuff you can do in it. I just can't be bothered. I'm just so tired after working and uh, working on videos and researching new stuff and trying to figure out how to grow this channel and figure out what new video series I can do that you guys you guys might enjoy. Cause uh, I don't know. It seems like I should be using this time in a you know a more beneficial way than just playing a shitload of video games. That's my thoughts, at least. Also, other free games. There's a bunch of free games on Epic. Just Cause 4. Some other indie game. I know a lot of people hate the Epic Store. I hate the Epic Store. I haven't given them any money. But I do love the fact that they've been giving away an incredible amount of games. Holy shit. Holy shit. I've got like 30 or 40 games in my library that I have not paid a penny for? I mean, they gave out all the Lego Batman games? What? That's awesome. They, uh, they gave away all the Batman games. Just all of the Batman games, pretty much. That was cool. They gave away... World War Z? That was a cool game. They've been giving away a lot of cool stuff lately. Oh, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator? Damn, that's such a good game. Hopefully you guys got that in the... Uh, the humble COVID bundle, or whatever they called it, where they're raising money to fight this crisis, and uh, then you'll have totally accurate battle simulator. Yeah, lots of lots of free games. Definitely keep a lookout. Follow me over on Twitter, shameless plug. But I pretty much tweet out whenever there's free stuff because I like free stuff. I I'm assuming you like free stuff. Oh, and then also update for a random thing. I remember I talked about G Fuel in my last podcast. I was like, you know, I'm thinking about getting this because I need caffeine. I just do at this point in my life because I've been on it for so long. 
and I don't have time to deal with just a bunch of crashes and demotivation and just being a tired sack of potatoes after work and all that. I need to have more energy so I can continue to work on stuff for the channel and I want to start a streaming schedule again, which I'm going to start a thousand percent next week. I'm going to start doing Tuesdays, Thursdays again and do some weekend streams for sure this weekend. I'm going to start doing Twitch though because I like Twitch. I really do. I like the platform. I don't like the people that run it at all, but I do like the platform itself. I just like, I don't know. It's just, it's another place also to have a a community built. I've said this many times that YouTube at one point could just kick the bucket and I've invested all of my eggs in this basket. If the basket is kicked over and my eggs are smashed, I'm fucked. Like, that's why I'm like, hey, my Twitter, check out my Twitter, check out my Discord, please. Because at some point, all of this could be gone. This podcast wouldn't be. Um, It'd be an audio version. That would be on iTunes and a bunch of other stuff. But the the community I've built would disappear overnight. And that's a nightmare. That's like my biggest nightmare is losing literally everything overnight. And that's happened over on Twitch over the dumbest things. Don't get me wrong. But that has also happened to people on YouTube. So if that happened on YouTube, at least I'd have Twitch. And I could move people to a new channel or something. I'd be able to talk to you guys. But if I have everything on YouTube, I am screwed. So I will continue to stream occasionally on YouTube. But I really do want to move my focus over to Twitch when it comes to live streaming. But I'm... Don't worry... I'm not going to be abandoning this channel and just, I'm just going to start a stream career. That's what I'm going to do. I can't do that. I'm not very good at video games. It's more of just hanging out with you guys, playing games with you guys, and chatting with you guys. I do need to do Jackbox again. That was a ton of fun, and I need to do Mario Kart again. Both of those are just so much fun, and I can play with lots of you at the same time. Anyway, that was a very long plug for twitch didn't really mean to do but it just kind of happened why was i talking about that i keep what is happening i've got like alzheimer's i just keep going why was i talking about that again star wars episode one racers coming to the ps4 and switch in may my question is why not just release it now we're all bored we're all in isolation i i would buy it right now if if i'm not stuck in isolation at home and then it's launched. I'm not buying that. You know? I'm not going to just randomly buy it. Oh, I was talking about G Fuel. Anyway. So. <laughs> Sorry, this is the ADHD podcast. I can say with my unbiased opinion. Because I am not paid anything by G Fuel. I'm not sponsored by G Fuel. I don't have some 30% off code I can give you for G Fuel. But it's good. I like it a lot. I have like two tubs of it now because I have my coffee in the morning and then my G Fuel in the afternoon and I'm raring to go. Instead of having two coffees a day, I'm having a coffee and like a G Fuel thing. It's really good actually. I was really surprised. I honestly thought it wasn't going to be for me. It does have Splenda in it and normally that shit's overpowering, but I've kind of gotten used to it and I don't mind it now. It's pretty good. I like it. You know, it's... It's pretty decent. I feel weird drinking it, 
you know, because it feels like, I mean, it's not made for 12 year olds, but when you think of G Fuel, you think of 12 year olds, you know what I mean? Like you just think of like a gamer kid, you know, like it, they market it. They've got all the people involved that I don't really care for or that I know. I feel like an old man when I was looking through all the different flavors that were like, uh, inspired by people. I mean, real quick, I just, I got to do this. I mean, I'm again, not sponsored. I'm not making any money off of this. That'd be dope though. I would love to get sponsored by them at this point. Cause I really do like this stuff and it surprised the hell out of me. Believe me. So there's, I don't know who this guy is. 24 carats and he's got an F on his shirt. I don't know what that is, but he's got, he's got his own flavor. That's pretty cool. Um, how do I find the fucking people? Man, it was like on the front page before. And I remember I was like, who are these people? Okay, so I know who PewDiePie is. I know who Dr. Disrespect is. I don't like that guy. So that's the thing. It's like the people I don't like are like sponsored. So I'm like, God, do I really want to try this stuff even? Because like, I don't like... Dr. Disrespect at all. Keemstar is just kind of a douchebag. PewDiePie seems okay. FaZe Clan? Like, aren't they scamming people or something? I don't know. Dakotas? No idea. Roman Atwood? Never heard of the guy. Hamlins? Castro? Is a supposed FIFA legend, but I just know he's a dictator at some point in Cuba. Um, Noisy Butters? Phase Jev, Josh OG, Phase Rug. I mean, there's all these people. I don't know who the fuck they are. And I'm like, how old am I that I don't know who any of these people are? I mean, I don't, I don't know a single one of these people except for PewDiePie and Keemstar, and I guess Doctor Disrespect. All the rest. So those three. And then the reason I know about Doctor Disrespect is because you're in the news for like filming in the bathroom or something like that. I'm scrolling through. I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. I'm an old man, guys. I'm old. 26. I already feel like a an old curmudgeon. I don't know who any of these people are. These kids watch. Oh. Them kids in their G Fuel and their... Their mixer. And their... I can't say their, their mixer and the... I use those things. But I don't, I don't know. I just don't know the famous people on them, I guess. I don't know. Uh, whenever I've watched Twitch, which is not super often because I don't have time, it's been like people I know, you know? Like I've watched Dreamcast Guy when he sometimes would be on there. I, what else have I watched on there? <laughs> not that many people. Uh, I watched Steven on there, you know? Uh, watched Angry Joe for 30 minutes. I guess that counts. I don't know. There you go. Yeah, G Fuel is good. Tried Bahama Mama and Strawberry Banana. Strawberry, Strawberry Banana, I've kind of lost a little bit of interest in. But I do like the Bahama Mama a lot, which is a stupid-ass name. But it's like orange, pineapple, coconut. It's fucking delicious. It's like super refreshing. And yeah way cheaper than buying energy drinks so that's cool and you kind of get tired of coffee after a while and that's why i got two different flavors of g fuel just so i don't have the same flavor over and over and over 
kind of lose your mind. I like variety. I don't know if you can tell. I have a shitload of different whiskeys. I have a shitload of different beers. I like variety, you know? Try new things. That's what life's about. Trying new things. But I also have a problem with trying new things. I have a problem with buying too many things. To be fair, though, I mean, I could... I could sell all this stuff and make way more than I spent on it. But it's just like... My video game collection, you know? I saw, speaking of video game collections, I saw Scott the Waz made a video about video collections. I think recently. I don't know if it was an old video or not. I was like, shit. Well, I can't do it now. He just did it. I was thinking of making a video for the longest time of what video game collecting is like, how I got into it, what, you know, what I did to get this type of collection. He just did it. I can't do it now. That's the thing. There are all these different ideas I'm having, like, stewing up. Like, Gus Johnson just did one recently. I was so, so upset. And I will might make it at some point. But I was I was actually doing a lot of research for this. It was about the, uh, the megachurch pastor guy. He was, like, talking about how he's got the cure for COVID. And he's like, oh, prayer and God's gonna make it go away and all these different things. And... He was talking about demons and planes, and I was I was saving up all these clips, and I was researching, and I was starting to write up a script, and then he put up the video, and I'm like, son of a bitch. I took too long. I just need to make things. I need to stop overthinking ideas and just make them. Because I keep overthinking, and then I just don't do it. I'm like, ah, no one's going to watch it. And then he puts it up. I'm like, guy, you know, I should have just done it anyway. Even if nobody's going to watch it, I should have just done it. And there's so many videos I don't put up because I'm like, no one's going to watch it. And there are videos I do put up that I'm like, no one's going to watch this. And I put it up anyway, like uh, the Animal Crossing video. I'm like, I keep, I keep talking about I'm going to make this video. I need to just do it at this point because I've, I've waited for so long and I've brought it up too many times that I have to just do it. But I would have wanted to take longer with the game. Maybe I'll do a, a longer, more intensive video about Animal Crossing, but... Truth be told, I don't even know what the hell to put up that is going to get views. That's the thing. I feel like the only videos I put up that get any views just have the word GameStop in it. And people are like, why do you keep putting up GameStop videos? It's like, because y'all motherfuckers aren't watching anything else. It's like Jim Sterling just did a video and it really spoke to me. Because people kept telling him, why are you always so negative? He's like, I'm, I'm not. And if I am negative all the time, it's because that's the only thing that YouTube is letting me put up. And that's kind of how it is for me when it comes to retail stuff, you know? It's, it's the only thing that gets pushed on my channel. And that makes me sad because I'm going to continue to put out other things. I'm going to continue to put out video game stuff. I'm going to continue to make videos that are about my passion. Um, I mean, this new video that I put up recently... About Valorant, I thought it would do well, but I mean, YouTube suppressed the shit out of it. But uh, because nobody's talking about it, which is the irony, I mean, I wanted to talk about it because no major channels I follow were talking about it. I needed to get the word out there. Nobody's really looking up the anti-cheat thing. Maybe in the future we'll see Jim Sterling cover it, but I don't know. I, I, It's still... I thought at this point I would have figured out everything. A lot of people always ask me, oh, how, how do you make it as a YouTuber? I don't fucking know. You tell me. I don't know. I really don't know. 
because I haven't. I haven't yet made it. When you make it, my opinion of making it is, um, I mean, it's a really long time from now, but it's where you can put up anything and your audience is just there for it. Like there are so many channels that I will watch anything they put out. Red Letter Media, I watched a video where they just melt fucking action figures. I watch every single thing that Jim Sterling puts out. Even if he's making a Jim Pressions about a game I couldn't give two shits about, I just like hearing his opinion on things. I have a lot of you guys that are the same way. I have a very core audience of about 2,000 people that feel the same way I do about Jim Sterling, but about me. And that, you know what? I'm not complaining. I'm really not. I'm fucking thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for every single person that watches this podcast because you guys are the core audience. Why some podcasts get more views than other podcasts, I really don't know. But you guys that are listening slash watching right now, you are the core audience. You guys are such an inspiration to me. Seriously, you guys inspire me to continue to make videos and to continue to want to improve everything that I do. You guys make this hobby the reason it's fun. Like, you guys are the reason this hobby is fun. The people that show up for streams, like, that's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing streams for the money. I don't make anything on streams. I, I get, like, 20 people showing up on Twitch. I don't make anything. I do it because it's fun. I enjoy talking to you guys. It is such a blast. And that's why I love streaming. That's why I miss having a schedule. I stopped doing the schedule for a while because it was impossible to keep up. And at this house... It's just because, good God, after work, some days I'm just dead. But I need to just fucking tighten my belt and do it anyway. I need to... I don't want to say tighten my belt. That doesn't make any sense. I need to consume more G Fuel (laughs) and just do the streams. Because it's so much fun just hanging out with you guys, playing a game, talking to you about just random stuff that's going on in your life. It's like a podcast every single time I do a live stream. So if you guys enjoy this podcast, please come do a live stream. And I just want to thank you for listening to this. I really do. I know this is kind of random near the end of the podcast to bring up, but I almost have like tears come to my eyes because it's just, I don't know, just the fact that people are tuning in like I do to other podcasts as like a... I don't know, a routine. It's just nice, you know? I'm glad you could join me for this. And I I really do hope I can keep creating content that you enjoy. I never set out, of course, to make content that you don't enjoy, obviously. But, you know. Oh, man. Now, random, random, huge fucking change here. Sort of. Speaking of people that have an audience that don't like them, uh, Wings of Redemption is something that keeps popping up in my recommendation feed because I've been listening to a little bit of PKA podcast. I don't listen to a whole lot of their podcast, just the occasional thing. And I listen to, I believe I mentioned this like down the rabbit hole in the last podcast because it's just so fascinating to look at what other people's YouTube careers have done and how they've become super successful and 
blown out. Not blown up, they blew out. Like that. Like it's so fast, it's crazy. I know I mentioned Spoonie and a couple other people in the last one, but that's how I got into Nostalgia Critic and all that. But Wings of Redemption is just... It's like a constant train wreck you can still tune in and watch on Twitch. God damn. That guy... I mean, I feel bad for him, but, ah, God, he's just such shitty, he's just so shitty to people, and he's like so many people I've met in the past, where he has like all these different issues, but instead of addressing the issue, he just keeps blaming other people for it. Ah, it's just painful to watch. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. It just kept, and it kept uh, recommending me all of his troll channels after just listening to a couple clips of their podcast and talking about how they like aren't friends with him anymore. I watched a couple of them. Jesus, the, ah, he just—he's like miserable, but his life is playing video games. It's amazing. I—I I feel like if he just changed his outlook on life, maybe he'd be happier. I don't know. It. It takes a lot to do it. It really does. But I mean, you look at the guy that was, I mean, it just popped up on YouTube. If you look at the guy from My Name is Earl, you know, the big fat guy in My Name is Earl. He was kind of like the dumb guy. I don't know if you're watching. You can look it up. He lost like 275 pounds and he's like jacked now. He went from like really fat to jacked. And if you have a lot of time and a lot of money... You can do that sort of thing. And this person, Wings of Redemption, can do that. But he doesn't, because it's a lot of work, and not everyone's cut out for a lot of work. It's a shame. It really is a shame, guys. <sighs> oh, and then I'm seeing... Uh, I know I'm late to the party with Resident Evil 3. Supposedly it's not as good. I think I talked about it a little bit last time. I haven't, I haven't beaten even Resident Evil 2. Only ones I've beaten is 7 and... I don't I think that's it. Maybe 4. No, it was 5. The one in Africa. Supposedly remaking 4. I'm fine with it. That'd be cool. It'd be cool if they remade 4. If they remade 5, I'd be happy about that too because I'd like them to get rid of this stupid grainy filter on it there was kind of a weird filter and i feel like if they sharpen the graphics a little bit it'd be nicer to play i don't know and that's that's the thing i was just thinking about recently there was a game i was playing what was it but the graphics ruined the game completely fallout 76 that's what it was it's like ah oh, why what was i thinking of fallout 76 that's what it was but yeah Fallout 76, good god. I know, I just talked about it, but good lord. Also, now this is something that I just learned about. There are lots of PS4 exclusives that were listed on Amazon as PC listings. Days Gone and Bloodborne were two of them that were apparently an error. So these are not coming to PC. Now I know a lot of, a lot of Sony fanboys are, are, you know... Having a big, nice sigh of relief. But I'm upset. It'd be really cool to have those games on the PC. I mean, I don't really have any... I don't really care about Days Gone. If I want to play a game like Days Gone, I'll just play World War Z. I know it's a very different game, but... 
the idea of shooting lots and lots and lots of zombies on the screen. I'll just do that in World War Z. Minus the story I probably don't really care about. And Bloodborne. I'd love to see what that looks like on a PC. I mean, that game is already gorgeous on a PS4. PC. Just FPS uncapped. Oh. That would be awesome. I'd love to see that. But nope. Alas, we're not getting it. But Horizon Zero Dawn is supposedly coming to PC. I'm excited for that. Now, I own that for the PS4. I bought it for like 15 bucks for the... No, I think I borrowed the original one. What did I do? I don't know. I got the Game of the Year edition for like 20 bucks. Never even opened the damn thing. I'm going to be honest. But I would happily play that on the PC. Because I did play a little bit of it when it first launched because Eric bought it. And it was pretty fun. I just didn't get into it for some reason. But I could see myself getting into it, I guess. I don't know. I don't need any more PC games. I've got so many freaking games already. I mean, it's it's a problem. i got like a thousand games. What's wrong with me? I don't know. I have so many. I mean, I've gotten quite a few review copies. I've got a shit ton of games from Humble Bundle. But even then, I've got like a thousand and fifty games. I just like collecting things. I don't know if you can tell. I like collecting. <sighs> but I gotta start budgeting more. I just took a pay cut at work. That sucks. But, you know, at least I still have a job. That's cool. And I was basically saving the money I now am not making by not driving to work. It's basically evened out. So whatever, I guess. Like I said, I'm just happy I have a job still. And I'm, I'm seriously so thankful for, for having a full-time job. And I'm thankful for you guys, of course. Um, I've gotten a couple new patrons lately. Good Lord, thank you. Seriously. Um, don't donate to me, obviously, if you're going through a hard time. But to those that are donating on Patreon, thank you so much. <laughs> definitely uh definitely helpful during this time and i hope i hope everyone that's watching right now isn't part of the what is it 22 million americans that have filed for unemployment good god i mean my my job is uh a little bit in jeopardy because of all these different things that they've done it's basically like a three-month trial of this 10 10 percent pay cut thing and, uh, I don't know what's going to happen after those three months. If my company doesn't start doing better in sales and stuff, who knows what's going to happen. I could become one of those at that point. I mean, three months from now, it could be like 30 million Americans. I mean, who, who knows what the impact of all of this is going to be. And I've been trying not to talk about doom and gloom. I want to keep a positive light here. Because you're not here to hear about that. I mean, it's on the news every single day. That's one thing that sucks about living here. Is I have become acquainted with the news again. And the news is not my friend. The news is just a nightmare to me. Somebody who freaks out about a bunch of stuff. I mean, I'm not really freaking out right now. I mean, it's been too long for me to keep freaking out. I mean, I started freaking out back in January. I'm all freaked. I'm... I'm all freaked out out you know i'm just i'm over it but I, it's so painful 
hearing on the news every single day. Oh, this many cases. Oh, this many deaths. Oh, this many people don't have a job anymore. These many businesses are closing. This brewery had to dump a shitload of beer. Which to me, my dad just told me this, this story about a brewery dumping like a shitload of beer. In my mind, now that I've been watching like Whiskey Tribe and all these different channels about whiskey, you can turn beer into whiskey. What kind of brewery doesn't have a distillation thing too? You know what I mean? Like, just distill the beer more. Make it into gin. Make it into vodka. Make it into alcohol. What are you doing? Make it into whiskey. I don't get why you would dump beer. It just doesn't make sense. It's just a waste. It's just a waste of good beer. Could have been Budweiser. I don't know. He didn't tell me the whole details of the story. I didn't look it up before the podcast. I just went for a walk. He told me about it. I went, why didn't they do this? And he's like, uh uh-huh. And that was the basically the conversation. But I wanted to talk about it because it was on my mind. Okay. Why the fuck are people talking about Rogue One? This is so random. This is so random. But you know what? I am on the random websites. So we're going to talk about it. Why are they talking about Rogue One? Rogue One was not a good movie. It wasn't terrible. It was probably the second best of the new movies. But that's not really saying a whole lot. They were all kind of shit. I mean... I'm going to talk about that for a second. Star Wars is kind of dead to me. I mean, I couldn't really give a shit about Star Wars anymore. Which makes me sad because I was just reading about some like Star Wars fact. And it was like talking about 80s. It's like, oh my god, I forgot. Star Wars came out in the 80s. Think about that for a second. Star Wars came out in the 80s. Let that sink in for a second. It sure as shit does not look like it came out in the 80s when you're watching them. The originals, those fuckers hold up. They really do. I'm swearing a lot. I'm sorry. This unlocks it. But man, (coughs) those movies were so much better than the new ones. And it's not just nostalgia goggles. Because... I like modern movies. There are lots of movies that have come out recently that I enjoy. But good lord. These plots, they just rush through them or they don't go anywhere. The new Star Wars saga was a lot like the new Star Trek trilogy. In fact, it's almost a mirror of the new Star Trek trilogy. The first one was pretty damn good. It wasn't amazing, but when it came out, I was like, holy shit, that was pretty good. It's not Star Trek. It isn't. Star Trek, the next generation is Star Trek. Nothing after, like, Deep Space Nine is Star Trek anymore. I mean, there might have been something else after Deep Space Nine. I don't know. But all the more modern Star Trek stuff, that's not fucking Star Trek. You know, this Star Trek Picard thing, what a dumpster fire. Good lord, that makes me so sad that Patrick Stewart is in it. I had high hopes. I shouldn't have. I don't know why I did. Except for the fact that Patrick Stewart is part of it. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a modern day TNG. It's going to be, it's going to be great. But as soon as they started talking about how Picard's not going to be like the Picard you remember, I remember thinking in my head, why the fuck not? 
He was already old. What do you mean he's not going to be the same Picard I knew? He's not going to change as a person more. He went from like a very smart, thoughtful, moral... He was just a, like a very interesting character. He was great. And I love that he stuck to his code. And the new one is fucking... He's swearing all the time. He's doing just action hero shit that doesn't make any sense they're swearing a bunch in this new star trek series it doesn't make any sense why are you swearing in star trek there's no swearing in star trek they like mention swearing once in tng i'm like yeah we don't really talk like that anymore yeah and they're talking about how poverty's gone they talk about how drugs are pretty much gone how all this different stuff is gone and they brought it all back for picard just because every single show nowadays has to be dark, gritty, and depressing. And it's a shame. You don't need that for it to be an interesting show. There are enough dark, gritty, depressing shows. You don't need another one. Look at... Now, Better Call Saul isn't a perfect example. It is definitely a dark show. But it also has a lot of levity to it. It also has a lot of interesting characters. It doesn't seem like it's trying to be edgy. It's interesting. But Picard, it's just... It's like edgy for the sake of edgy. They're chopping people's heads off with swords. The, one of the characters is doing drugs. One of them smoking a cigar? What? I remember in TNG, they like made fun of somebody for smoking cigarettes. What is happening? What is happening? I don't know, guys. It just makes me really upset to see so much potential wasted. And I, I like Star Trek The Next Generation a lot. So much. I haven't gotten to this series yet. I need to. There's other series of Star Trek. That, like Deep Space Nine is one of them. I'm, it's supposed to be pretty good. But I loved everything about TNG. It had a few episodes that were eh. But most of the time, it was incredibly interesting. And yeah, it was, it was definitely a little bit dark, but it didn't, ah, I don't know. There was always a little bit of hope to it. And I miss, I miss that, you know, I miss that in Star Trek. Not everything has to be dark. I'm, I'm watching Ozark right now with my dad and it's just, it's just depression, the show, you know, it's, there's so many shows like that. I mean, Better Call Saul is not a happy show. It's just going to continue to get worse. I mean, at least it's bright in the colors department. Ozark is just gray. It's just grayscale, the show. And I get it. It's in the Ozarks and it's stormy and dark all the time. But it's just... It's miserable. It's a good show. But it's just miserable. And I don't want to keep watching miserable things. It seems like so much media is miserable nowadays. But I also hate the over-happy shows. There's got to just be something in between. You know what I mean? I don't know. I... <sighs> There's nothing on right now that's like The Office. I mean, always, I like watching Always Sunny, but I mean, that's pretty dark too, but in a dark humor sense at least. But there's nothing that's kind of light-hearted like The Office. Though I could make a whole podcast about The Office and how it is 
a lot darker than we all thought when we were watching it. Because, I mean, I've, I've rewatched that series so many different times. And a lot of the characters are really irredeemable. But I'm going to I'm gonna save that conversation for when I have Steven on the podcast. Which, hopefully, I'll be shooting the podcast this weekend with Steven. And I'll have that up. You know what? Maybe I'll put it up next Friday. I don't know. Let me know if you'd like me to do one of these things live in the future, even if it's just me and I'm only occasionally looking at the comments. I'm going to basically do this same sort of thing. I don't want to make it annoying for the podcast listeners where I'm just reading stuff, you know, unlike a normal podcast. And before I wrap it up, I don't know. I just want to see what deck I have over here. Magic the Gathering's been doing some interesting things. They put Godzilla in the recent set. That's strange. I don't... I mean, I get it. It's like a, a monsters set, and I think it's kind of cool. But uh, Godzilla—that's strange. Oh, this is a, a madness deck. When I built it, it was actually close to standard. Standard is the like main tournament Friday Night Magic um, style of gameplay. Sixty card deck. You can only have four of each card. All that sort of stuff. It was like a, a very budget deck, but it was actually a lot of fun to play. I, I doubt I would have gotten anywhere. But I'll talk about Magic in a future podcast, my history of it, and all that sort of stuff. If you guys give enough of a shit, let me know. I don't know what you guys want to hear. There's no feedback here. I don't have... There's nothing to bounce ideas off of. It's just kind of my own ADHD that uh, creates the discussion with myself like a crazy person. So yeah, there you go. Thank you for watching, everyone. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast. And thank you to all my beautiful, wonderful, astounding patrons. And thank you to, to you all for listening. I seriously cannot thank you enough. But I don't want to thank you to the point where it's annoying and you just tell me to shut the hell up. You get it. Like if you guys liked it. Comment down below things that I said to comment down below. I don't remember. It's an hour and a half podcast. Subscribe for more content. And as always, have a fantastic day. Mm. Wait a minute. <coughs> Wait a minute. Well, it burns a little bit. I haven't been drinking as much whiskey. I've been drinking mostly beer. This shirt. <laughs> I gotta talk about it. I mean, you can kind of see it. It's got a puffer fish on it. It's Thlump. It's Thlump from the uh, Fish Center Live. It's a uh, live stream of a fish tank. And they play games and they do it every day. And it's an adult swim thing. It's really stupid, but I like it.